Welcome back to this week's episode of the Crushing College Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Safarenko. We have another amazing guest today from Colorado State University, face-off guy, lacrosse player, chef. Let's find out what exactly he is. This is Nick Bruni from CSU. Uh, I'm Nicholas Bruni. I go to Colorado State University. I am a sophomore. I graduate in 2023. Uh, I play lacrosse. I'm a face-off guy. And fun fact about me, I love to cook. <laughs> love to cook. And is there a is there a plus to having an apartment rather than being in a dorm because you have a access to a kitchen? <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, uh, it's kind it's kind of nice being in a bigger space as well. Not uh, not crammed in with another person. You're so. completely by yourself. Yeah, completely by myself. Look at you, man. Look at you. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's let's walk through the journey of being a being a lacrosse player for all our listeners that don't know. Nick Bruni played at Crespi High School in Encino, California, and not only did he play there, he played a little bit under my dad. So tell me, I want to hear, this is a thing I've never actually asked you. What was your, and you can be like fully honest with me and my dad loves hearing this, but what was it like, uh, because you now still do stuff with my dad. So what was the impact that, you know, he had on you as kind of the years in high school, you know, sophomore, junior, where you kind of start figuring yourself out, not only as a person, but as an athlete too. Well, so I went into Crespi wanting to play basketball. I, uh, I loved basketball. I, all my life I was playing it. I was playing a, uh, a club team throughout middle school, uh, and all that type of stuff actually with the Crespi coach, the JV coach of, uh, uh, basketball at Crespi. And I was playing for his club team. I wanted to play it so bad. I got in freshman year. I played. Um, and then Brock was, uh, who was your dad's boss, uh, was my academic advisor. And he said, why don't you try out lacrosse? So I came out. I tried it out. I really enjoyed it. And I ended up on your dad's team uh, for JV. And um, I was horrible. <laughs> I was not good. You, you could ask your dad. I was horrible at lacrosse. But the one thing about it that that – really connected me and your dad was that I just listened. I wanted to get better. I wanted, I wanted, I strived to, to be better at lacrosse because I saw the guys on varsity. I wanted to be able to do that. And I saw that it was, it was a cool thing. So your dad and I just built a really good relationship just by me asking questions after practice, him staying with me for like 15 minutes after practice to work on some dodging, some shooting, whatever it was. Um, and that just totally transitioned into that uh, following summer with uh, Livlax, which was Brock's uh, club team. Uh, Coach Nick, your dad also helped helped out with that as well. And I just got better over the summer, and that just led that relationship I built with Coach Nick freshman year. That just led into sophomore year. I ended up being captain of JV um, for your, uh, under underneath your dad, and we had a great year that year. Um, I think we only lost two games all year, uh, and it was I think the first two games of the season. So. Uh, that really built my foundation of lacrosse to where I am today and how I got to varsity that uh, the following years for junior and senior year at high school. Um, and I, I give everything to, to your dad. I mean, he's, he's amazing. He's taught me so much on and off the field as, as a man, as a lacrosse player, whatever it is, it, he's helped me out through multiple phases of my life. Well, I'm sure he'll, he'll appreciate that. But you said something that really stuck out and that's you stuck around and asked questions. And I think that just the athlete that does that, that says, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm five eleven, I'm one twenty, whatever, whatever the weight for any athlete is and say, I want to get better. I want to strive and I want to be like the guys on varsity. I want to be like the guys I see on TV and come senior year. They are, that's because they ask questions. So, you know, I think you hit it on the head. We encourage everyone yeah. to ask questions, you know, to their coaches, to their peers and, 
you build great relationships with your your fellow players and walk me through college admissions what was the colorado state draw like attention grabber and also what other schools did you uh look at was it was lacrosse a big factor or was it also other stuff as well lacrosse definitely was a big factor i don't i, w- I don't want to say that it was the main factor though so uh when it came around time to look at colleges i had multiple on my radar um san diego state was my number one at the time i was talking to the head lacrosse coach there we built a great relationship um and that kind of got me rolling in the college world. Um, I didn't end up getting into SDSU, which was okay, but uh, that was where I started. Um, from there, I went on to do some recruiting things with, uh, with the Faceoff Academy for my position in lacrosse. I play faceoffs, which I'm sure we could talk about that uh, in a little bit, but um, I went to New Jersey and I met a lot of college coaches, walked out of there with a few offers from small division three schools in, uh, in the East Coast. Um, but my, my college deciding factor was where do I want to go college wise? Like what atmosphere do I want to be around? Um, and lacrosse, I didn't want to just have lacrosse. I wanted to have, be, have the ability to join a fraternity, have the ability to go to football games, big school environment, um, and also play lacrosse. And one day I was sitting in coach Brock's office, my advisor, and he just goes, have you looked at Colorado state? And I said, no, what is that? (laughs) And um, this was actually, I want to say like midway through my college, looking through all the different colleges, like Colorado State was introduced late into the, into the game. And I researched, they ended up, their lacrosse program was insane. The accolades that they have, the history that the, the program has was incredible. The school was awesome. My family visited in the summer and I just loved the environment. I loved Colorado. Um, so it was mainly what the atmosphere of the school was more than lacrosse. Lacrosse was just almost a bonus because I felt like if I didn't have that school where I enjoyed it, I wouldn't also enjoy lacrosse. So you mentioned having a, the big school atmosphere. You want to have the ability to, you know, do rushes for fraternities and, you know, go to the football games on location and everything. And Colorado State's a big school. So it's really interesting you saying that. I'm the complete opposite. I, I love yeah. my small school. And I and here's let me just tell you a, a quick a quick little story. I went to a lecture at, at UC San Diego with like 600 people. And I was just visiting with a friend who went to the school. And there were people sitting on the steps. And I'm like, eh, not for me. But, hey, there's, you know, good for you for loving that, that atmosphere. And I see stuff on, you know, college movies and, you know, TV shows. You're like, ah, oh, actually, I'm curious what it might be. And especially yeah. watching lacrosse with my dad. I mean, these scenes you or these uh, these sh- uh, fields you see, they have beautiful scenery behind them. They got mountains. They got all of their university buildings. It's insane. It's incredible. So we have uh, the school built an amazing stadium, and I mean, we're going to be able to get to use that for lacrosse. So that was also one of the things that's like that's kind of cool. That's we're not a Division One program per se, but. You get to use the facilities here, so exactly, it's a cool thing. So let's walk through a little bit of freshman year. Uh, you're 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 a sophomore now, so freshman year you at least had a little bit of on campus and normalcy, yep. if you will. Yep. So tell me a little bit about the transition from high school to college, and also what's your what what did you declare for your major? Uh, I went into uh, Colorado State declared as a business administration, um, and I was going into sports marketing. Um, I still am in sports marketing, um, but the way freshman year went was 
was kind of interesting, honestly. Uh, it was a tough, tough transition for me from high school to freshman year of college. And um, lacrosse-wise and school-wise, the school, school was much more fast-paced than Crespi was. I, like I said, I went to a bigger school environment, so I wasn't having those 20-person classes. I was having those 300-person lectures. Right. Um, I had trouble in some classes here and there. Grades didn't turn out how I wanted to. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was a learning experience for me. Uh, lacrosse was, I was injured at the start of the year, wasn't able to play. My emotions were up and down throughout the year. I had some tough things happen to me throughout the year. It was a tough year all in all, but really looking back on it, it was a, it was a learning experience for me because that I, honestly, I, I could say that was my welcome to college moment. Uh, like, Hey, you need to wake up and you need to figure out what you need to do. So then you can be successful throughout your next three years here. And, uh, uh, that, I think that that's that first semester as a freshman is really important because that kind of builds your attitude for the rest of the rest, all, all three years that you're going to, going to be there for. So, um, that's, that's pretty much how my freshman year went. Well, I think you just answered my next question. I think that you, for people who have to find a way to make the transition to college, you have to have that welcome to college moment. And, you know, no one likes having not the, the, the grades you don't want, or, but I, I think you hit it on the head. And how do you think that that's benefited you this year? Obviously, it's not a real college year this year, but it is technically. This is one yeah, year down yeah. in, at CSU. Yep. So uh, I think definitely that freshman year, it, again, it was a learning experience. I, it woke me up. I was like, I really need to figure out what I need to do. So uh, one of the biggest things that I always prided myself on in, in school, especially at Crespi, was asking questions in the, in the classroom. I was always good at it on the field. I always did it. I did it my freshman year for first year in college lacrosse, but in the classroom, I wasn't asking many questions. I wasn't asking for help. I was trying to do everything on my own because I thought that's how you needed to do it. To do it. So having that freshman year experience of the bad grades and the, and the, the, the tough situations I was in, that really kind of boosted my confidence even more to just go ask questions because there's no harm. A teacher is either going to say you're wrong or you're right. And he's going to explain it to you if you're wrong. So either way, you're going to get something out of it. Um, and you're all, and even if you just go ask questions, you build a relationship with your professor. And maybe at the end of the day, if your grades borderline, it will, it will bump up or whatever it is. Um, so that freshman year was huge in terms of, just what I needed to do for to to get better or do better, and the following semester I did, and um, that's just kind of how it was. It, again, it was a welcome to college moment. I don't think people realize just how important it is to have a relationship with your teachers because you mentioned the borderline grade. You know, sometimes if you're just there, it, it could get you you know to the next mark in the grade book. Mm -hmm. But also, I think that especially at a large school, at least in the classes that I'm familiar with, you know, you got to talk to your TA and then you talk to the professor and, you know, you hit those learning curves, which, you know, good for you for doing it. But now heading on back to the lacrosse side, how long were you injured your freshman year? I wish I were, honestly, I feel like I, I know I knew this, but I don't remember anything past 11 months. So, so I had surgery on my tailbone uh, a month before I moved in. Mm. Um, I, I would say so I had a decent amount of healing time, but it was a, it was a tough surgery. So it was, uh, it was, um, I needed a little bit of extra time. And when I got to campus, I was out for 
want to say maybe the first four weeks, which was really tough because I was seeing everyone compete. Everyone was getting after it. I missed the, uh, the eval week, which is, which was where, where you're going to be at on the roster. It's fall across, which, so it doesn't mean anything. you like, you can make leaps and bounds into the spring um, later on in the season, but still I wanted to be able to be a part of that. And just sitting on the sideline was tough for me because that was the longest I've ever been out um, due to injury. So that was just really tough uh, to do just do school and not have lacrosse. Lacrosse keeps me motivated. So not being able to play, but I guess going to practice and stuff like that kept, kept me motivated, but it's nothing like playing. So do you ever, do you ever, do you ever watch uh, college games or watching film and how, how, how do you, how do you learn off that stuff? Obviously watching, you know, Maryland or uh, Johns Hopkins or Ohio state, like those, the big D one schools, uh, do you watch those programs sometimes and learn from them? Definitely. Um, but I want to say, I want to say something really quick. There's while there are different levels of lacrosse in college, uh, especially with what I play, it's a, it's a club organization. Um, the bigger it's for the bigger schools like US, uh, USC, UCLA, the schools that have those big football programs that don't want to take a little more money out and give it to a new right. program. That's what that's what it is. But that doesn't mean that the skills different. Yeah. My my team has my team has I think four Division one transfers. So the skill is just still always there. It's still really high high level lacrosse. And one of the biggest things about watching film is whatever level you are, you're always going to be able to learn something. There's always someone better than you in, in anything. And you can always learn. There's always something that you can learn from. And that freshman year with me being out, I was watching practice, watching, uh, watching film. But when I was back in my dorm, I, I was always trying to find the lacrosse game that was on that Saturday morning or whatever it was. Uh, or just going on YouTube and watching reruns of games, um, watching the college guys that are just phenomenal, uh, especially the big name guys like Michael Sowers from from Princeton at the time, and um, guys from Duke, Justin Gutterding was there, and all those all those different players. There was just so much to learn from uh, from those guys while I was kind of out to kind of advance myself once I get back on the field, and um, that's kind of how it took that injury. Uh, I need to learn more. I need to get my IQ better. So then once I get on the field, I can work on that physical stuff, but my IQ is there for the college level. So, well, it's very fascinating uh, standing next to you on a sideline coaching. And when you, when you help out my dad and just hearing you guys talk, I'm like, look, I follow sports. I know the rules of most sports. I don't know. I learn. I constantly learn from lacrosse, and that's the only reason why I have some knowledge of the sport. But now that you are healthy and you are some, you said your your season was canceled uh, through Colorado State, but you guys are finding a way to play. A, tell us a little bit about that, but also, what's your workout routine? Your training routine? Do you do stuff on your own? Do you go to a park and do sprints? Like, what's that all about? So uh, after we heard that we got canceled, we had a huge team meeting. A lot of tears shed between us all. Um, it, it, it was tough because it like this team's like family to everyone's. A, it's a huge family. That's what it is. And literally all our huddles are we say family uh, every time when we break our huddles. So um, we really care about each other. And hearing that news was horrible, but it just meant that we had a little extra time to prepare and uh, and get better and get back so then when we are allowed to play we can we can get uh, right back where we left off 
And my freshman year, um, we, we started out three and zero. uh, we were top ranked in the, in the top 25 in the nation. And, um, we just came off a huge win against Minnesota, uh, who was like 22nd in the nation at the time. And we were heading into Texas and then COVID hit. Um, so we were on a big roll and, uh, that cancellation hurt us a lot because we just wanted to get back the following year and kind of get back to where we started. So after that cancellation, all that kind of stuff happened, the team talked through, uh, we were waiting on what the city of Fort Collins was going to say about, uh, sports and, uh, some organizations that are around the area that make these men's leagues and these, and these community leagues. And, uh, it came out about, I want to say three weeks ago, there's a company called University of Lacrosse, and they um, put together leagues in, in college towns all over the United States. And it's for those, it's normally for those kids that don't play, like, let's say if you go to University of Maryland, but you don't play lacrosse there because you're maybe you're, you're maybe you're good, but you're not good enough for division one lacrosse, especially Maryland like that, you can still play. So ULAX does that all the time, and CSU Lacrosse has never played in ULAX because we have season, but this is the first year. So um, we just all got together, made a team, um, and we're just going to be right back out there together. It might not be fully organized, but it, it's going to be lacrosse. So, well, look at you guys finding a way. That's pretty cool. I didn't know about that. Like they that they find a way to create stuff even for players that necessarily aren't getting the reps and time at, at Division yep. One schools. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Now, when you're kind, when you're obviously, you mentioned you got a big win against Minnesota way back last year, and you traveled to Texas. Is what's the traveling part like for being a college athlete? I don't know. I don't know this, so I'm I'm kind of excited to hear this part. <laughs> so, so we didn't get to go to Texas. I was so excited to go to Texas. That was my spring break, and but COVID hit, mm-hmm. so it got canceled. However, um, on the other hand, uh, during the preseason, we did a lot of travel. Uh, we did a lot of travel throughout um, Colorado. So uh, early on in the spring season, um, it's kind of cool. We get to use like the football team buses because the CSU has a bunch of those big buses. Those buses are cool, dude. They got Wi-Fi. They got everything. And and you get to use them and you get to use them because they're not in season. Yeah, because they're not in season and that's how you travel. So uh, we all load up on the bus. Uh, We headed down to Pueblo, um, which is a – city down south uh far down south just before colorado springs in colorado and um we went down on the bus and that that travel is really fun because we're all wearing the same gear we're all in our 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 get-ups and stuff like that so doing that is is a really fun part about uh about it and on top of that is when you are a freshman or a rookie we call them you get to do a little rookie stuff you get to sing some karaoke on the bus (laughs) So, uh, so your time with that is over though. Thank goodness. Your time with that is over. I actually, but I actually may have to do it again because I only did it once. Rookies are normally supposed to do it twice. Oh man. <laughs> Little Katy Perry firework. Oh my God. Hey, I, I like to think of it this way. So since I've been at home doing all my freshman year at, at here and while there's other people on campus, when I meet them next year, sophomore year, I don't get the freshman jokes anymore, the freshman thing. So, so there's one plus that came out of this whole pandemic, if nothing. But what now? When it comes to relationships with the the teammates and the guys, what's the camaraderie like? Obviously, there is obviously a little sense of competition because you're fighting for a spot on you know 
only few, certain people could play. So tell me a little bit about the camaraderie with people. So uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to start way back when I visited for the first time. So I visited Colorado State. Uh, actually, no, for the second time over spring break in high school, my senior year. And I came out here. I this this was like my last visit before I decided where I wanted to go. Um, I came out here. I visited, uh, basically went to practice for an entire week for the lacrosse team because that weekend they were playing Boulder, which is CSU's rival school. And they have a huge championship trophy, this sick bronze and wood trophy that has a ram and a buff crashing on it. That sounds sick. Such a sick trophy. It's called the Rocky Mountain Championship and so awesome. Uh, and I spent every day I was with my mom, just, we would leave. I found out what time practice was and we'd leave and I just watch practice with the guys and I get to talk with some of the guys that are already on campus. I'm still in high school, but I want to talk with guys. I ended up committing that week, um, just because of what I saw between the guys and all that kind of stuff. And that's really where it started. Uh, it being uh, a brotherhood and a family and everyone just cared about each other. I mean, it's while Colorado state's big. Fort Collins, the city that it's in is small and there's, it's 52 guys. You're walking onto campus with 52 best friends pretty much. Um, and one of the things about Colorado state, it's been around uh, the lacrosse program, at least it's been around for forever. Uh, it has, it has values and they the alumni association is huge. Um, our alumni game, my freshman year was, I, I, there was like 50 alumni that came out. There's 50 current players and there was like 50 alumni that came out. And if you go on the CSU lacrosse program website, one of the first things that you'll see is big and bold letters, family. So that whole thing in the history of the program kind of builds into every year of what the team is built of. Like maybe it's new guys, but it's just how we uh, introduce each other and we're all brothers and we're all going to take care of each other. If anyone's in trouble, if anyone's, sick or if if anyone need, needs something that then we're always there and lacrosse is just also a sport that does that uh lacrosse is the fastest sport on two feet you can run the ball but not one person can win you a game it's it's every single guy has to buy in so that going out there grinding every day and i mean especially in five degree weather when it's snowing and blizzarding out um and you're beating on each other and always at the end of the day, your brothers. And that's, I, there's nothing else that I would rather do um, with them. And I'd rather be out there than, any, than anything else in the world. So um, that's one of the biggest things about what family is and how that works. So, well, good for you, man, for finding a program that offers that. And you mentioned the cold weather. How's that been? <laughs> Mr. Mr. SoCal. It actually snowed last night. Oh, good. Um, so freshman year, it was tough. <laughs> uh, kind of just dove into the deep end, but um, that was tough. And sophomore, uh, sorry, second semester freshman year is really when I got a taste of it. We, uh, we drove out to uh, a neighboring town called Loveland because we have a, uh, there's a sports complex there that we, that we play at when it's snowing because we can't play on campus because the grass fields will get all wet and muddy and ruin them and blah, 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 whatever. We'd rather play on turf anyway. Um, we drove out there one night and it was a whiteout. Oh, it took us like, it, it's a 20 minute drive. Normally. I think it took us like 45 minutes just because we were going like 
20 miles per hour slower. Oh, we, just, we get there. Do you have a car? Coach, Do you have a car on campus? Uh, I don't, but again, that relates back to the family stuff. Literally, you just you text somebody and they say, okay, we'll pick you up and we're bringing you. So um, that so I had a friend named James who drove me all, all the time uh, and it took us forever to get there. We get there. This is one of the toughest parts about cold weather, putting on your freaking gear. Because <laughs> I'm, guessing, I'm guessing the shirts come off at one point, don't they? You get there all bundled up in your sweatshirt and your thermal and all you have. And then you need to put on your freaking chest pad and your elbow pads and you need to take off that sweatshirt and you're freezing for a good minute or whatever it is. Um, and especially that day, it was like, I think it was like negative two. That uh, night. Negative two. That and it probably, and it, it was probably negative two on the thermometer, but probably felt colder because of wind. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it was, it was blizzarding. So it was, it was some, it was a lot of snow. Like you could barely see uh, and stuff like that. So we got all our gear on. Um, also, another thing that I learned from from being from California in the cold, you got to put on surgical gloves before you put on your lacrosse gloves to keep your hands warm. Didn't know that, but isn't that isn't that interesting? So uh, we do all that. We put on our gloves and all the stuff, and we get ready. We do our run around. We warm up. We start passing the ball. We do our line drills. Five minutes later, coach goes, we can't even see. Let's call practice. And we're like, did you just have <laughs> us drive out here to have us throw a ball around for 15 minutes and then just tell us to go back home? Oh, my God. Like, I didn't know it was going to be this bad. And we're like, coach, it said it was going to be this bad for weeks. <laughs> and he's it, that's just how it works sometimes. Weather yeah. just doesn't permit. But, I mean. Mother Nature uh, has no agenda. It was, de- it was definitely fun to be out there, though. Um, Good just messing up everyone messing up even from the best player to the worst player on the team everyone just couldn't see so it was kind of just an all-around crap shoot but whatever it is well i'm glad you got some some stories and i thank you for for sharing stuff you got a good ability to tie back tie stuff back together so uh before we wrap up last thing some advice you can give to not just ath- not just lacrosse players but athletes you went into high school saying i want to play basketball then all of a sudden you tackle on a new sport and now it's your life so what is what is some advice you can lay down? The biggest thing that I want that kind of that really impacted me actually was there's another podcast uh, called Have You Ever Heard of All the Smoke? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kobe Bryant was on one of the um, uh, was one of, on one of the podcast um, episodes, and he said. Uh, they asked him what, like, what's the biggest thing for young players or, or, or professional players that are young and looking up to older guys and stuff like that. And he said, you can't, like, you can't rely on other people to train you. You can't rely on other people to tell you what's good, what, like, what to do, what, what you shouldn't do. Like, you can't rely on that. You got to tailor everything specifically to who you are physically and mentally. Uh, ask questions for yourself not for the game, but for yourself. What are you confused on? What What do you need help with? Because what that does is that just builds what you're bad at. And you, that also lets you know what you're bad at. So then you can work on them. A lot of people make mistakes. They go to their coach. They're like, what do I do? What do I do? What, how do I do this? Or they ask a generic question. They don't ask a specific question. And 
that's one of the biggest things. That's just how you got to get better. And that that happens in every phase of your life in the workplace as well. You can't just be asking generic questions. You, if you need help on something, ask for it. Uh, but it needs to be specific and tailored to you for your own success because everyone's success is different.